Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Great to be back with you, folks, and with me as always, my co-host, Stephanie Wesco. And uh, folks, we just want to say to you, we do think it's a great honor and a privilege to come across your earwaves and uh, just be able to talk with you, have this time of connection together, talk about PTSD. And so, Stephanie, good morning to you. How are you today? Good morning, Doug. I'm doing well. It's good to be with you. Yeah, so we haven't told you guys this, but Stephanie, someone rear-ended this poor lady again, van full of people, and you can't get it fixed because of the parts and stuff. So say a prayer for uh-huh. Stephanie. She has insurance. Everything's right. The knuckle at her hit her got caught. His insurance is paying. Uh, even though it, But it's uh, it's just a matter of parts. So pray a, say a prayer for Stephanie. There's no big van that'll fill eight kids up, that'll work. She's going to have to try to get everything hooked up and try to drive on vacation with a beat-up-looking van, making sure all the lights work and stuff like that. So pray about that as you hear this today, and hopefully these parts will come in soon. So Stephanie, we picked a word. So Stephanie and I talked about this, and you know we've been talking about those words that are, are PTSD-causing, that are affected by PTSD, things we need to do, things things we need to talk about. And we want to talk about a word right now. So we are, when we talk to people, when Stephanie and I talk to people, we coach people, counsel people, whatever you want to call it. I think in our cases, it's much more coaching them, telling them the right places to go in the Bible, helping them out. uh, Because we're not really face to face that way in a clinical type of thing. We do a lot of stuff online, but we are, uh, by any stretch, we are absolutely required to be what we call mandated reporters. And what that Mm -hmm. means is if somebody tells us, we always tell people that if someone tells us they're being hurt, they've been through something, uh, they've been, you know, they're going through something, they either been hurt are going to be hurt or someone else can be hurt and you can drag it out we we do recommend you look this up we're not lawyers uh we're not really great legally gifted people but we do know that if you're being hurt you need to call the police so what we want to we the word we want to use is report if you're being physical remember it doesn't have to be physical abuse to be abused. So we want to remind you of that. We've known people who've been pushed to the brink of suicide, that have lost families, all those types of things. So we we want to talk about uh, a reporter reporting what your requirement is. I want you to know that this is not, God is not silent on this. This isn't something that God looked over. It says in Romans 13, it says, let every soul be subject unto higher powers, for there is no power but of God, the powers that be ordained of God. So these police forces and stuff, you have a requirement. God wants you to report these things. We don't want you to keep being hurt. And you know, one of the real big things here too, Stephanie, is people are all saying, well, he's not hurting anyone else or she's not hurting anyone else. And you know, this definitely is is not gender specific. There are men hurting women. There are women hurting men. There are kids being hurt by everybody. It's just a requirement that you report that. It's the right thing by God. It takes care of you. It makes sure someone else doesn't get hurt. And you don't deserve to be a mental punching bag, a physical punching bag, 
bag, a, uh, you just don't deserve that. You're God, you're a child of God. So what say you, Stephanie? Yeah. I agree 150%. And if you're in a situation where abuse is excused as, quote, this is just the way they are, or mm. if it's covered up, or if yeah. you're expected yeah. to cover up abuse for someone else, get out, get out of that situation. And if you need to turn, you know, if you feel unsafe, um, and I don't, I'm not trying to promote drama because I hate drama. Um, and I've worked with people who feed on drama where they feed on the, on being the victim. And I'm not saying I'm not promoting that at all, but if you are truly in a situation, um, I remember someone who, who was in our home, this is, you know, back nine years ago now, Yeah. but he was in our home screaming and yelling in our faces. Mm. Um, and I'm talking, he was out of control. Yeah. Um, I'm not talking just a dispute. I'm talking out of control. I was terrified he was going to pull a gun and shoot us. Okay. I should have, I wasn't trained at that point. I had been told be the rug for many, for many years, but I should have been calling the police. Yep. Yep. 911. Um, when that happens, 911. Yes. Yeah. If you're putting that kind of where you feel unsafe yeah. or at least you wanting to commit suicide. Yep. Police yeah. should be involved. 911. And, and yeah. Yeah. I think everything Stephanie just said is true. You know, she's a, She's got personal experience in this area. I had recently told Stephanie that we had a lady who listens to our show who had been physically abused by her husband. And, uh, and thank God she was able to contact the police. Yeah. And we heard from a pastor who's helping her. And, uh, and, and folks, this might be the bravest, most courageous thing that you can ever do in your life to look out yeah. for your kids, your family, the people around you, your church. It might be the most courageous thing to do in your life is just to report this is going on. And, and again, I yeah. want to point out, Stephanie, I think it's important that we always say this. 99 out of 100 folks out there are pretty awesome when it comes to, you know, marriages, churches, whatever the case may be. But we're just saying if you're that other one, we're here for you. The police are here for yeah. you. And, uh, and folks, if you've been hurt, even if it was a while ago and you're away from the individual, but they hurt you, they physically or mentally hurt you. I think you still should report it. There's other people in this world who may be hurt by them. And, uh, yes. I think, I think the law requires that. So we want to do what's legal. And again, we're not lawyers. We're not legal people. We recommend you work that out with the police. You work it out with a, uh, you know, a public defender, whatever the case may be, but we want to leave this word reporter and let you know that you're a reporter of your life, of your family, of your kids, uh, gentlemen, ladies, listen to what I'm saying to you. If you're being hurt, don't accept it. Uh, that's right. Do we serve a God that's not about abuse. We serve a God that's all about joy, all about safety, all about love. Uh, his love is so great, it's got its own word going with it, agape, and it's bigger than anything any of us can know. We just can't love like God, but our God loves you. He wants to take care of you. And I do think, as I'm going to close the same way I started, I think one of the most courageous and heroic things that you can do in your life, your family's life, your friends' lives, wherever you may be, is to report abuse. 
I mean, I, no. I, I think we just closed there, but I think that's very important. Well, we're glad to still be moving through the book of Proverbs. We're on Proverbs chapter 20. Uh, I just love the book of Proverbs. I, uh, Stephanie's a big Proverbs reader. I remember when I first met her, she was talking about how at that time, as she was reading through her Bible, she was reading some Proverbs every day, some Psalms every day, memorizing Psalm 91, which she had started over there in the mission field. We prayed through Psalm 91 at church last night. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but here's what the Bible says. So we're in Proverbs chapter 20, we're in verse number 23. It says, divers' weights are an abomination unto the Lord, and a false violence is not good. You know, God is righteous, I think. This is what I want to say. God is just, and he's righteous. And uh, any measurements, that it's just, it's perfect. You know, that's a, you're not a moral person if your measurements are off. If you're selling something and it's supposed to weigh 100 pounds, it better weigh 100 pounds. If you're saying that you're doing eight hours of work, you better do eight hours of work. Uh, you know, integrity is what we do when no one's watching. We just go yeah. ahead and do that. When I was in the Army, there were years uh, they would say to me, Sergeant Major, just get this job done. And I got the job done, no matter what it took. Uh, so it's an abomination. So, so you know, the Lord is the one who created these weighing apparatuses. We saw that in Proverbs 16. Uh, and and we know that these dishonor scale stuff, that's not of the Lord. That's of crooked people. What do you think, Stephanie? Yeah, no, I completely agree. When you're dealing with anything that is built on some kind of um, dishonesty, watch out because that is a very, very scary path to be on. And so if, you know, if it involves that at all, steer clear. Yeah. And anything with a measurement. And that's why I even counted that into hours of work, doing your job, uh, paying people back. I mean, we just want to be just, we just want to be just. Uh, you know, and not because we look good, but because we bring honor and glory to God. And at the same, you know, but God lets right. us look good. I mean, God says, boy, that, you know, that Stephanie took care of what she said she'd take care of. But boy, that Doug, he took care of what he said he was going to take care of. I, you know, bad scales are not good. I'm going to read this next verse. I know we're going to be going into commercials here in a minute, but look what it says. It says, men's goings are of the Lord. How can a man then understand his own way. And uh, so it's talking about men's goings. We, a word that we use sometimes, Stephanie, is men's steps. So men and women, mm-hmm. you know, the steps we make are according, uh, you know, who are they according to? And, and this, this is cool. It says are of the Lord. How can a man understand his own way? So, so we, we step out with the Lord. We follow the Lord. We follow his precepts. We don't leave his path. We don't try to use a man-made, our own will, our own wisdom. Boy, when we get outside of God's will, we get to an ugly place, Stephanie. Mm, very scary left to yourself you can do a lot of foolish things and i'm the king of that man you could i could write a book on my my travels my journey right after i got saved till i went to the lord i mean i wasn't out there sinning i mean my wife and i have had the same marriage for 39 years all that kind of thing but i'm telling you i did worse than that i think my relationship with god was all over the place you know Mm. and it's because I wanted to make my own steps. It's because I wanted to go down my own path. It's because, and I knew things, you know, there are things that are against God's will and it just little things. I mean, I wasn't out partying, drinking, none of that kind of stuff, but you don't need to be doing that kind of stuff to dishonor God. You just got to be mm-hmm. out of it. Just outside the will, Stephanie. Yeah. 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 Well, and understanding that, um, 
God wants to guide our ways. Yeah, there it um, is. And he's the only one who has the wisdom to do it. Yeah, we don't. And, uh, yeah. Hey, listen, we're gonna, we're gonna bop over here and, and, uh, just have a commercial break here real quick, but we'll be right back. Hey, thanks for coming back. And, and, uh, you know, as we, as we wrap up these man steps and these steps we make, maybe the hardest thing, Stephanie, I, I, I'm just, uh, from your perspective, maybe the hardest thing is when you're doing your devotions, you're with your kids and you're trying to explain these things. I mean, is that, is that one of the hardest things that you do single mom? I mean, with your kids, uh, talk to us about that. Do you mean in regards to abuse or to scripture? To the scripture here, to the steps. Um, I'm not sure. I, I think it's, you know, you just go with, when you have the kids, you know, it's, it's first of all, trying to live a life that reflects it, um, that reflects that my goings are controlled by the Lord. He's in charge. Yeah. Um, but just constantly, you know, going to, I, I think sometimes that, that there's a lot more preached by living, by example, by, by praying for um, if it's all, if it's all preaching to them, they're not going to get it. It's going to, it's going to, they'll create a rubber seal around themselves oh, yeah. so that they become waterproof to it in a sense. Um, so asking God to take his word and bury it deep in their heart and the principles of his word. And, um, you know, we just had these revival meetings and this last weekend here in, in our town and, um, during the one session, the Lord was just, I was begging my Lord, would you, would you work in my children's lives mm. that you would take this truth that they're hearing and burn it onto their hearts, burn it onto the tablets, so to speak of their hearts so that it becomes a part of them, that, this, that these monumental foundational truths for a life that will, that will bring honor and glory to you, that will result in them being found faithful, would you burn this truth into them that it wouldn't just be stuff they're hearing and being exposed to, but that it would become, be, become part of their DNA, DNA, so to speak, you know, where it's a part of their very being. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, a, that's a good point. That's where I was going with that. It's just, uh, gentlemen, ladies, you know, Boy, and, and, you know, just in itself, before I comment on your comment, in itself, being at a revival meeting today in 2022 is a big deal. And uh, being yeah. praying that people come away with that, especially your children and kids and your loved ones, and even us, that we walk away with, with knowledge and that God would do that in our lives is so important. I, I think this mm. next verse is are, are really important for all of us, too, and just kind of going in that uh, same vein. It says, it is a snare to the man who devoureth mm -hmm. that which is holy and after vows to make inquiry. And so, you know, when people just jump into things, when they devote something rashly, where they jump into things, where they, uh, when it comes to promises or dedication to God, you know, they make this big pronouncement. I used to see it in church every year, right around January 1st. Somebody would come up to me and say, Brother Doug, did you hear what I did? I promised God that, you know, I'm going to run five miles every day while reading the Bible, while quoting Psalms or something like that. And it was it, maybe not that bizarre, but it was that hard. Or it was that rashly made. And, and folks in the Army, we used to have a saying, we don't jump before we look at the landing path. 
we don't rappel out of a helicopter until we look at the LZ, the landing zone. And, and I think that's what's, what the verse is talking about here. Man, when we just jump out and we jump out and we're going to do something holy, we're going to make a difference, we're going to say something, we're going to break a vow is what we're going to do. And then, and then when we do that, we have to reconsider those vows. We have to say, man, I said I was going to do all this for God. I, I went to the altar. Well, listen, folks, I have nothing against going to the altar. I do it pretty regular. And, uh, but I think what the Bible's telling us is let's, let's not do this rashly. Let's not do it in the moment. Let's do it in a prayerful heart. One, like Stephanie said, that's been prayed for by mom and dad with our kids. Uh, one that's been prayed for by ourselves. One that's been prayed for by families. Let's step out slowly, Stephanie. What are you thinking? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and, and that we don't take these things glibly. Um, th- this idea that someone is more than happy to be a sponge. Yeah. But, and, and maybe maybe I have the completely wrong picture, but when I look at this, I almost get the picture of a dead sea mm-hmm. where this person is more than happy to be an in, to, to be a recipient, but there's nothing happening. It's dead. And it's like a dead thing taking in um, nutrients. You know, you can pour a, a fresh organic juice into the body of a dead person. Mm. It's a snare for that juice. It's going to accomplish nothing. It's worthless. It's going to sit there and rot because it's gone into something dead. Yeah. And, and when you, um, what's the verse that says, um, uh, light rejected brings greater darkness. Yeah, that's a proverb. That's a verse. Yeah, no, uh, it's kind of like the, that. It, we're going, we're going to it. We're not there yet, but, but yeah. But, yeah. but that idea of, um, when God gives us truth, and we, we choose to reject it. We just, we're, we're a constant, you know, recipient of truth, of goodness, of holiness, but it's doing nothing to us because we're dead yeah. spiritually. Yeah. That's a snare. It's a snare to our own souls and it's, to reject, to take that yeah, in and that's not good. do anything with it. Yeah, no, that's good. And, and it's this whole, Stephanie, I, I'm glad what you said there because it, it even illuminated, God used that even a little bit, I think, to illuminate in my mind that it's this whole emotional craziness that goes on in 2022. You know, mm. so often people uh, think that experiences with God have got to include some kind of emotional thing where I've got to do this right now. Uh, I remember one time I watched this young lady get baptized. She's maybe 25 year old lady. And she came hopping up out of that tub, screaming and shouting how God has blessed her because of that and stuff. So we can't let emotions, you know, and, uh, emotions, Mm. God's not about emotions. God makes a promise to us. He gives us a word. And sometimes we get emotional. Don't get me. Hey, I'm one of the world's greatest criers. All right. And, and I saw, so please don't misunderstand what I'm saying here. Matter of fact, uh, when, when we first started hanging out with Stephanie, Debbie, Stephanie, and I, uh, we'd go to places we'd all cry. All right. So we're crying people. We're not <laughs> saying emotions are bad. What we're saying is when you add emotions to a rash decision, 
Uh, when yeah. you're when you're trying to outdo that guy or gal next to you with your New Year's commitment or your relationship with God. Now I've seen this with my kids. Now when I my kids were younger, you know, Dad, I'm I'll, I'll go through this. I'll be in a 10:40 window as a missionary, and I knew they were seven year old kids just saying those right emotional things. And but I knew I also knew that the calling wasn't there in their life, but I didn't squash it. I just said, well, praise God, we'll keep on working that way, you know, and we'll be yeah. looking for that calling, and, you know, maybe again next year, maybe again the year after. Um, so I think, I think emotions can be a real killer uh, to all things godly. And uh, I think that it can be a real blessing, too. I mean, sometimes I'm just so tender. And uh, uh, so I guess what I'm saying, Stephanie, is here I am saying two different things and saying they're both right. Now, I'm just saying that if you take emotion and add rashness and you jump without looking at that landing zone or you uh, rappel down that rope without knowing where your feet are going to hit or you try to say yeah. that I'm going to do this, that, and the other thing way too much, way too fast, you're going to end up changing your vows and you're doing it in the name of God in a holy way. Uh remember that which is holy. And uh, that's kind of a scary thing. That's all I'm saying. So if we put all that together, I think, Stephanie, we come to the point that, wow, think about what you're doing. And uh, before yeah. you commit to something, make sure it's godly. Make sure it's God working in your heart, not a human being. Or worse than that, it's not nefarious. And then you're okay. I mean, it, yeah. I think that's where we are. No, I agree. Yeah, And constantly coming to the Lord and asking him, you know, create me a clean heart, oh God, and renew a right spirit within me. Well, um, keep that, that, that yeah. being spirit led, you know, yeah. it's going to keep you out of a lot of, a lot of these scary situations. Yeah. Now when I was, uh, uh, so I sold cars for a while. I'm kind of ashamed to admit this, but there was a while when Debbie was away at nursing school with the army down in Texas. And I was up in DC. I was working, uh, some long hours and, uh, uh, and, but I only worked four days a week. So Saturday, Sunday, Monday, but anyway, and then I also worked in the recruiting command and I had a sign up that hung behind my desk, uh, where, where we sold cars. Someone gave it to me, I also had the same sign hanging in my office at work. And this is what it said. It said under promise over deliver. And, uh, and the idea was think about what you're saying. We want people to leave here, you know, when we make that sale, when we do that thing, we want people to leave here and say, they took care of me better than I thought they were going to. They promised yeah. this and they delivered that. And, uh, and, and folks, when it comes to God, uh, it's not that we're under promising to God. It's just that we're stopping, we're thinking, we're praying things through, we're making sure they're coming from God. And uh, uh, what's that word? Impetuous? Uh, that's not a good yeah. thing. Yeah. You don't want to be, yeah, you don't want to be in that place making the impetuous decisions. Yeah, because that'll mess you up. So I wanted to end mm -hmm. kind of the way we started, Stephanie, over these next 30 seconds. And a couple things. We talked about that word reporter. And I just want to drive home again. If you're going to be abused, if someone you know is going to be abused, if you've been abused, someone else may be hurt. Uh, whether it be mental, physical, or whatever it may be, it's breaking the law. And and we all yeah. have a requirement to call the police. And that's what we recommend you do. Get help. And uh, uh, and just let me say this. Your friend, your neighbor, your pastor, the guy down the road, they're not the police. And uh, so yeah. you have a responsibility to call the police. And most pastors are going to do what's right. Uh, 
and most pastors are going to do that. And uh, so we wanted just to tell you that. But we love you folks. We're praying for you. If you need to get a hold of us, just make sure you look for us at Helpful Wounded Spirits Facebook page or drop me a line at Doug at WoundedSpirits.com. We'll try to get back with you just as quick as we can. And uh, we hope you have a great day. And hey, listen, we're a smile that only God can give today. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you But God commendeth his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth, and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at WoundedSpirits.com.